how many times a day would you say you take the Lord's name in vain? Oh fucking goddamn it. Uh <laughs> Jesus. Fuck. Allah. Uh <laughs> fucking Jesus Allah. Not, God the right, damn not, the, yeah. not the right time for that one, bro. Come on. <laughs> oh shit, that's true. Fuck. Working overtime. Serve beer at a Bushwick die. Just trying to stay alive. But it's so damn hard. But I will not worry. Though life ain't going as I planned. I heard it be hard. But it's so much harder. Well, I keep doing the best I can. Best I Welcome in and welcome under and happy motherfucking holidays to all happy of holiday. you out there. Merry oh, Christmas. Merry happy Christmas. Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy, happy, happy times to everybody out there. Happy? Is it happy or Merry Kwanzaa? Merry happy I think it's Kwanzaa. happy. <laughs> a happy Kwanzaa to you, a happy Hanukkah, everything, whatever. <laughs> happy holidays, guys. Um, we hope that this podcast is reaching you somewhere where you're warm and happy and surrounded by loved ones. Um, but as is also very often the case in our line of business, some of you are not going home and have to stay and work the the hard shifts that nobody wants to work. Um, and we're here for you and we love you and we hope that you make some money at least um, and know that there will be years where you don't have to do this. Um, but uh, I, I hope you have some friends at least to throw a drink back with after your shifts and, and enjoy some of it. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I was t- sorry. No, no, go on, Laura. No, no, I, I, I was going to say I was talking about it with Laura before and she did bring up a good point that there are some people out there who on a holiday who are not working right who don't necessarily have the have the warm place with the family you know what i mean to be there to be there on the holiday you know so so they wind up going to a restaurant maybe with friends or whatever it is and how cool is it that some restaurants are open for those people yeah who have who who don't have that other space um i thought that was interesting i never really thought of it like that um but it's totally true have you have you worked like a christmas before I've uh I worked an opening shift on Christmas Eve one time. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but uh I I've never had a place that was open on Christmas, but I um when I was working at the cellar, uh Thursday was my opening shift for for the 6 years I was working there full time and you know, it's 11 a.m. or no. Yeah, 11 a.m. we open. Um but they they used to do uh so I had Thanksgiving at the comedy cellar 6 years in a row. There you go. And and this is one of the things I wanted to bring up was it, it was beautiful. Yeah, they did. Yeah. They did an amazing job. They cooked like three turkeys or whatever, and they would sacrifice all the middle tables up the whole center section of the restaurant and have a big family meal. Nice. So all the comedians, nice. comedians would bring family members. My parents came one time to Thanksgiving dinner at the, at the comedy cellar. It was great. That's awesome. It was, it was yeah, it was really awesome because. Yeah, exactly like you said. It's you know, uh, 
especially in New York, a lot of people who are, you know, are serving like their families aren't even fucking close to them, let alone being able to get off on a Thursday. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then they made it like a really beautiful family thing. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. That, that is to, you know, to your point, um, uh, the, there is a, a very special thing, especially in, in major cities where like, you know, it, it sort of depends on the place that you're working, but like I work at a dive bar that stays open on Christmas, stays open on Thanksgiving, stays open 365 days a year. And I've had to work some of those shifts. I've had to work Christmas and Christmas is really important for me because it's like the one time a year that I get to see my dad. So not being able to go back for that was really, really hard for me to swallow, but I had to do it a couple of times. I had to stay, stay in uh, the city and, and work a Christmas day or Christmas Eve, or sometimes both shift um, because everybody else is out of town. And it again, hard pill to swallow, but you know, the dive bar in, in New York city on, on, uh, on Christmas is going to accumulate some interesting people who are all here. You may, may not even have that much in common with them, but the fact that you're all in this dive bar together on Christmas day, it does have a different feeling to it. And there's like a, a like a real love and empathy for like, Hey, we're family too, man. Whatever. We're here together. We're in it together. Um, so I've, I've experienced a couple of those times where think, whether it be Thanksgiving or Christmas, um, and to your point about, you know, the comedy seller, um, doing that, like Friendsgiving and friends Christmas was never something that I was particularly aware of, but I have been made very much aware of it through the holidays and it's Mm -hmm. a special thing and it, it can be just as beautiful to be able to share that just with, you know, with, with other people who can't go home for the holidays. So absolutely trying to make the best of it for sure. And, and, um, hopefully you find some, some, uh, happiness along the way. But I mean, I I've worked some fucking uh, holiday shifts also where I'm just like, I, never more miserable <laughs> than having to be, you know, behind a bar for eight to 10 hours on a day. That's just not meant for that. And mm-hmm. like, it can get pretty low. So like, you know, if you're listening out there and you're like, fuck you guys both for trying to cheer me up. Like this shit sucks. I don't want to hear about your fucking, Oh, I met some guy at a bar. Like, fuck you. We're here for you too. We get it. It's, it's not easy. It sucks, man. Well, I didn't get the listeners a present uh, per se, but I do have a a story for you um, about cowboy. Hmm. And it's sort of a follow-up to a story that I've told uh, about cowboy in the past so i'm petting cowboy recently and i don't know how my fingers got to his asshole but they did and it felt very something like you know i'm petting his butt whatever and i can feel something is not right so mm-hmm. i go in for a closer look and something's not right it's protruding it's not it's no bueno so i call the vet and i say hey my dog's butthole is not doing so good. Like what should is I tell them what's going on with it. I'm like, is that, should we come in or like, should we be concerned? This story sounds vaguely familiar. It's, it's the exact same story, but with just a different (laughs) set of uh, the body. And (laughs) so fucking the doc, the, the, the lady on the phone says, send us pictures of your dog's butthole and we will give it to the vet. And then the vet will, you know, tell us, tell you whether or not that's something that you need to come in for immediately or how to treat it or whatever. 
So we're like, great. So she gives us the number to text. We text several photos of my dog's asshole to this number, okay? And it's not even like a normal asshole. It's like a deformed asshole at this point. And I'm texting people this pictures of this dog's butthole. And sure enough, no response for like two, three hours. I call the vet and I say, hey, <laughs> we sent you a bunch of texts of my dog's asshole. Have you received them? And they said, no, we haven't. So for the second time now, we have texted some random fucking number. The first time, if you haven't heard the story, was my dog also had some weird stuff going on with his balls. And the same exact thing happened. And I sent a bunch of texts of up close of like not funky dog balls to some random number that wasn't the vet. And, and they never got back to us. But both times it says deliver. So somebody is receiving just it's probably the same number is just receiving random texts of like. Dude dog genitals dude somebody there's some there's some uh some secretary in that in that vet office who has like a vendetta against some dude (laughs) and oh my god (laughs) she's got she's got the whole every single client that comes in there sending fucking dog balls to her ex-boyfriend wow crazy yeah that's insane if you i'm sorry to whoever's getting these fucking texts but also respond say stop sending me pictures of dogs bottles and and like we'll we'll figure it out yeah and this is um this is the holiday episode so this it's related because his asshole was glowing like rudolph that's right so bright so bright so that was the the you know the light at the end of the tunnel with that whole story is he is now the new uh what's it called what was their name rudolph Cowboy is the new Rudolph. Uh, the, uh, the, the, the new Rudolph, dude. With Cowboy his, with the red ass reindeer had a very inflamed butt. Boo, boo. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, do you have anything else that you want to talk about, Mike? Actually, no, you know what? I'm going to do drop a quick story. Okay. Santa, SantaCon, my wife and I went on a date one afternoon. Like, like We're like, let's go to the Lower East Side and like walk around and go into like the random galleries and get some lunch, right? That was going to be our thing. Sure. We start walking around the Lower East Side and we realize immediately it's fucking SantaCon. Oh, no. So we immediately abandoned the original plan. <laughs> I was like, I'm I'm not. I don't want to be anywhere fucking near it. Yeah. And we wound up going to a, a, a fish, like a fish store, like a like a fish tank store. Uh-huh. And we were there for like four hours and we have a living fish tank now. <laughs> We've had we've had it since before lockdown. <laughs> Hell yeah, yeah, man. So like Thanks, that's a SantaCon. Fish- yeah, SantaCon gave me a fish tank, and I have that now. I got little shrimps, and I got little snails. You know nice. what? You know the thing is with the, that type of shit, SantaCon or anything that might be kind of closely related is like I bet you it was a motherfucking blast. Like especially early totally. days, I'm totally. sure it was so much fun. Of course. Um, but you know when you're sitting on the other side of it, and you're fucking, and you have to pick up their mess. It it just yeah, oh, yeah, they're, yeah, yeah. They're, they're brutal. Mike, you want to tell them what our what our holiday version of Chris Marcel's Fast Five is? Yeah, all right. So anyone out there, Chris Marcel's Fast Five is generally um, where I ask our guest, who is uh, Cowboy today, yes, who is on a, unable to respond. Um, I ask them five rapid fire questions that are sometimes related to the service industry, generally not. Um, and then first thing that comes off the guest's head. They send it right back and we try to move through it as fast as we can. So today, what we're going to do, are we going to, yeah, we're going to do the back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. yeah. So today we're going to do fast five at each other. 
one at a time. So like, yeah. I'm going to drop my first one. Then he answers and then gives me the first one. And then yada, yada, yada. You get it. Gotcha. Um, all right. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready, baby. Listeners, are you ready? Yes, Look, we're ready. Come on, you, you, start, you start first, man. That'll be okay. fun. Come on. Chris Marcellus first five. Uh, least favorite holiday. Uh, uh, oh God. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't, I can't think of any holidays right now. I know that I dislike a holiday. Give me a second. There has to be a holiday. I dislike. Don't say Kwanzaa. I'm just, I'm going to say new year's. I'm just going to say, I'm just going to say new year's. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. Correct right. answer. Number one, <laughs> favorite night of Hanukkah. The seventh. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> um, number two, favorite holiday. Uh, Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, Cowboy's excited about this one. Yes, All right, <clears throat> Laurent. Number two. When was the last time you went to when? Sorry. When was the last time you went to see the tree in Rockefeller Center? And why do you think it's okay for you to celebrate my pagan holiday? <laughs> uh, never on purpose, and because uh, my dad is one of your vampire sort. Uh, <laughs> Perfect. Uh, all right. Oh, so you've literally never been to Rockefeller Center on purpose? I, I've like I, just because I live in the city, you that's know. A, like I, I've. That's I've a real been, New Yorker right there. Yeah, I've been past it many a time when it's when it's up, but like I've never gone to see it. Um, That's a real fucking New Yorker, dude. Yeah, Straight baby. Up. My grandmother would right. never take me to see that shit. Uh, <laughs> so, okay. Um, number three. Do, do you let people come in and use the bathroom when, uh, if they're not going to pay, if they're not buying anything at your bar? Short answer, yes. Okay. Short answer, yes. Okay. Yeah. There's a longer version of that. We should, we should do that as a topic one day. Yeah. Um... All right, uh, number three. You have to go to a tattoo parlor as soon as you finish this podcast recording today. You have to get one Christmas-themed tattoo, one character from Christmas lore. Who'd you get? Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> I get Winnie the Pooh and a Santa hat. Perfect. Okay, I'll, that's an acceptable answer. Gets it on my nipples. Um, <laughs> we're gonna make, right, that we're gonna make that happen <laughs> if you uh if you were made entirely of cheese and you mm. lived a full life would you at any point take a take a taste of yourself uh do you, ever, do you think truly like if you really were alive and you're in your body your body felt exactly like it feels right now but oh oh cheese. interesting but do you think you'd ever like take a nibble I've always thought that I could lose a pinky toe with like no big deal. Like it probably, you know what I mean? Like it'd probably be no big deal. I've, th I've yeah. thought about this a lot for some reason. Yeah. Uh, and I wonder if maybe I'd go for it and maybe go a little taste. There you go. Some lean, some lean toe meat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But not by meat, I mean cheese. <laughs> All right. Uh, how many times a day would you say you take the Lord's name in vain? Oh, fucking goddamn it. Uh, <laughs> Jesus, fuck, Allah, uh, <laughs> fucking Jesus, Allah, not the, right, not, the, <laughs> not the right time for that one, bro. Come on. 
<laughs> oh shit, that's true. Fuck. Um, Israel. So uh, I, I don't know a, a perfect answer, but yeah, maybe, give maybe me an over under. A thousand. <laughs> One thousand. Um, in or around. Yeah. All right, what do you got? Uh, last question for Mike. Is um, what's one thing you want for yourself in 2024? Hmm. Um. The uh to to really get into some projects that I have under like sort of in in like a holding stasis right now, you know. And I work on them little bits, and like I, I look forward to fucking sitting down and like rocking some new shit out that I'm really you know some stuff that I have had on the back burner that oh yeah yeah let's fucking go and you know what fuck it I'm changing my last last question <laughs> how about you Laurent wishes for 2024 wishes for 2024 number one wish as I think of the actual year of 2024 and this is not the best answer on a podcast is I fucking hope that we can avoid the absolute like atomic bomb that could potentially happen of of trump being reelected. um other than that uh i i truly like what i want out of 2024 is to continue to grow this podcast and make it the oh, best yeah. thing that it possibly can be um continue to you know move forward as a human being i got a baby baby dog and i got a lovely girlfriend who i, I care about very much and we're trying to see how we can better our lives and and uh, you know do some adult shit so um, yeah. just trying to keep the train going but making every day a little better making the podcast the best it can be baby hell yeah dude I look forward to doing that with you yes let's go 2024 here we come we got hell some yeah. good shit coming up for you guys uh, Mike do you have a joke or a quote <laughs> what's the difference between an epileptic oyster fisherman and a sex worker with diarrhea well, what is it? <laughs> well, I'm so glad you asked. The first one shucks between fits. <laughs> and we'll leave you with that. That's a choose your own adventure joke for you people at home. Um, yeah. Mike, I love you, buddy. Uh, love you, pal. I hope you enjoy the holidays very much. And so much love out there to everybody um, in the service industry. You know, if you whether you're able to go home and be with your family or you're stuck back in the city and having to work some uh, holiday shifts, we're here for you. We love you. Um, enjoy the holidays, guys. Hell yeah. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. You know Dasher for Dancer, Prancer and Vixen, Comet and Cupid and Donner and Blitzen. But do you recall, what's that? The most famous reindeer of all. Come on! Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer Had a very shiny nose And if you ever saw it You would even say it close Come on, come on! All of the other reindeers Used to let them call him names They never let poor Rudolph Join in any reindeer game Then one foggy Christmas Eve Santa Thank you.